All right, we start Meseches Megillah Daf Beis, page two, and Bez Hashem, we're going to be zeichet to make a siyum in thirty-two days, thirty-two days till we um, cover the halachas of this beautiful and precious Mesechta. Now Meseches Megillah begins appropriately, especially the first Daf we're going to focus on tomorrow. We're going to get into a lot of Agadita. We're going to focus on the days of the month of Adar, where it is, which days are capable of having the Megillah read on it. We know that we have Purim on the 14th day of Adar. In a walled city from Tanz Yeshua Benon, it's going to be on the 15th day of Adar. We're going to be introduced to other days in Adar, where there is a capability of the Megillah being read on those days, even though it is not always so. Let's get going. Zokt the Mishnah. Megillah Nikres, Biyod Aleph, Biyod Beis, Biyod Gimel, Biyod Dalid, Bites Vav. The Megillah could be read on the 11th day of Adar, 12th day of Adar, 13th day of Adar, 14th day of Adar, 15th day of Adar, Loi Pachas Yaser. Never earlier and never later. Okay? So you will never have the Megillah read on the 10th day of Adar, and the Megillah can never be read on the 16th day of Adar. Says the Mishnah, how is it possible to read the Megillah on these other days if Purim is Yudalid? And Shushan Purim is Tesvav, explains the Mishnah. If you have a city that has been surrounded from the days of Yeshua Benun, Kairim B'Tesvav. They're going to read it on the 15th day. Villagers and, wall, and regular cities that are not walled, Kairim B'Yadalit. They're going to read on the 14th day of Adar. This is a regular classic situation. However, there's exceptions to this, and here's the exception. It says the Mishnah, Let's explain. Here's what happened. The villagers didn't always have somebody capable of reading Megillah for them. There weren't always learned people in the shtetlach. Okay? So, what Chazal instituted for them within the institution of Megillah is that they're allowed on the regular days that they would go to the large cities, for example, on Monday and Thursday, they're allowed to hear the Megillah reading whenever they come to the big city prior to Yudal. So if let's say Purim, the Gemara, the Mishnah is going to go through all the math for us, but let, let's just talk outside for a minute just to, to wrap our heads around this. If Purim, if the 14th day of Adar were to fall out on Friday and the city fair was on Thursday, and that's when the villagers would come into the city. So they're going to read the Megillah the day before Yudalit on Thursday, which is Yud Gimel. Okay? Such a, thing is, um, such a thing is allowed. Now, that's it for the explanation of how that works. I just want to say that why is a walled city on the 15th and an unwalled city on the 14th? Because in the Megillah, it states clearly, the Pasuk states clearly that the people in the city of Shushan, which was walled, and we're going to compare these walled cities to Shushan, um, they feasted on the 15th, and the people in the unwalled cities feasted on the 14th. So it's not that the miracle happened, it's that we rested, and, and that's when the Mishnah happened on those days. Okay, now the Mishnah to go through the math for us. Here we go. Ketzai, how does this all pan out? If the 14th day of Adar falls out on Muntig, on Monday, so, Monday is a regular day for the marketplace. It's a regular day for the fair. Falls out on Pidim. Yeah, Meredith. Everybody's going to read on the usual day. And the walled cities will all read on the 15th on Tuesday. Excellent. What happens if Purim falls out on Tuesday or Wednesday? Then we got a problem. Because the villagers aren't coming in on those days and they have nobody to read the Megillah for them. So what do we do? We say, you know what? You guys can hear the Megillah on Monday. You're going to be in town Monday, a day or two before Purim. You can read the Megillah then. <clears throat> However, the big city people do it in the regular day. And the people in the walled cities are going to read on the 15th day of Adar. Now, this is fascinating. I just want to make a point. Let's say I live in a walled city. I'm sorry. Let's say I live in a big city. I'm supposed to read Tuesday. But the villagers are coming in Monday. Can I join their break-off minion? It seems not. Even though you, can, you have a possibility here, even though it's permissible to have the Megillah read on that day, 
it's specific to those who need it. That's what the Mishnah seems to imply. What happens if the Ford Nevadar falls out for Thursday? Again, everybody should be okay, right? Because the villagers are coming in that day anyway. And the 15th day of Adar is going to be on Friday. Beautiful. No problem for anybody. What happens if Pidim falls out on Friday? What us yeshiva guys like to call Purim and Sholish. Yeah? Because you're going to have Purim the 14th, and uh, you start out in Ramape Chemesh, then you go to Yerushalayim for Sunday. you got three days of, uh, three days of partying. So it falls out on Friday. The villagers are going to... Read the Megillah on Thursday. And everybody else is going to read on Friday. Now, this is a big Chiddush, right? Where we have, I shouldn't say a big Chiddush, but it's a new Chiddush. It's a novel idea. We're saying that the walled city people are now going to read on the 14th. If the 14th day falls out on Friday, even the walled city is going to read on Friday. The girl will explain... We, you know, uh, w- what the reason for this is. We learned because of th- we learned previously just to refresh ourselves, give ourselves a, a little teaser or a sneak peek. Uh, it's called Takanas Rabba. Rabba made the Gzera that we don't blow Shoifer, we don't read Megillah, we take Lula on Shabbos, and therefore we move it earlier and not later, as we'll see in the Pasuk from Megillah's Esther. Yeah. Yep, so why, why don't we do it in St. Louis? Also is here. No, but there's a And Walt City has a natural area. St. Louis had to have... Okay, but the... the, the okay, oh, but the Teretz is, and it's a, I think it's a big, important aside in life. All of Klal Yisrael should not be Mekayim HaMitzah Sasei because one guy living out on a farm without an Eruv might come to carry... That's our achrayz. Chali yais b'shabbos. What happens if the fourth day of Adar falls out on Shabbos? Kfarim yais kedayim magdim karin leknisa. So now here, listen to this: the villagers and the large cities read on Thursday, which is the twelfth day of Adar. Bukafas chaim lemachar, and the walled city people are fine. They're going to read in their usual time, which is the fifteenth day. Chali yais achar Shabbos. What happens if it falls out on Sunday? That's going to be Thursday before. And here's the math. Ready? If 14th is Sunday, so then the 13th is Shabbos, 12th is Friday, and 11th is Thursday. That's how we get as early as the 11th day. The city people are going to read on Sunday. The walled city people are going to read the next day. Beautiful. Isaiah is the Mishnah. Beautiful Mishnah. Now the Gemara is going to get into the sources for this halacha. Go ahead. Any questions? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, would, would this apply today? If someone lived in Springfield, Missouri, could they come into St. Louis so someone could read for them on the 13th? Excellent question. Excellent question. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Right now, nowadays, we don't have the takana, um, but you're, you're asking that stamaza. You have a guy who lives out in Timbuktu. Right, and, and doesn't have the opportunity. It seems from the Gemara that there's that if a person were to do that, you know, look, maybe, maybe you'd say that we'll call a bidiyavadika situation, such a thing, he would have been Mekayim his mitzvah, as long as it was on the days of the month. I hear, I'm not giving up sock, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good zach. All right, says the Gemara. Megillah Nikras Biyad Aleph Menolan. How do you know the Megillah could be read as early as the 11th day of Adar? Says the Gemara, Menolan, how do you know? Could it be in the name of the Kaman? Listen to this. There was a gzair, there was a decree. The Chum said we could be lenient, even though usually we said a Megillah says you're supposed to read on the 14th, but if you're from a town, you know what, we'll be nice to you. We'll let you read earlier. In order so that you'll come into town on market day and you'll be able to supply food for everybody else. Says the Gemara, okay, you're right. So that's pretty straightforward. However, we still have a question. This is really what we want to ask. Let's see. All of these halachas of Kriyash Megillah, including the additional days, were established by the members of the Anshik Nesagadeli. If you're going to say that they only said you could do the 14th or 15th, could the later Chachamim 
uproot what the Anshe Knesset established as the 14th or 15th only? Let's talk. Uh, let's let's speak out this question. Where does 11th, 12th, and 13th come from? Ready? Let's talk outside. Was it part of the original establishment of Kriyas Megillah that you sh- that ideally 1450? Over the you can also do 11th, 12th, 13th, or was it the Anshe Knesset established 14th and 15th? And later on, they realized that Yidin were having problems. So they said, the later Bezdin said, well, we'll add in three more days. Okay? That's the Shaila here. Now the Gemara is going to be bothered by that. Is it possible a later Bezdin can add on 11, 12, and 13 to the Anshe Knesset Is such a thing possible? Listen to this. You cannot nullify a decree of another Bezdin, unless you're more chashuv, and you've got higher numbers, right? You, 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 you've, you've got higher numbers than that. So over, so it must be that the Anshe Knesset on their own included 11, 12, and 13 in the original decree. And on that we have a Shaila. What's the Shaila? Hecha Ramiza. Where do you find in the Megillah any hint to these three days? And that's a fantastic curiosity question. It's not a challenge. It's a curiosity question. Because the Pusik says, on the fi- straight out, the 15th is the walled cities, the 14th is the unwalled cities. And it must be, we just established, it must be that 11, 12, and 13th were part of that Gezeira. Because it can't be something new. And if it is, hey, show me the hint in the Megillah. Beautiful Shaila. Answers the Gemara. Amar of Shemim Bar Abba, Amar of Shemim Bar Abba says, the name of Yechon, Omar Krosh, state in Pasuk, to establish days of Purim Bismanehem in their multiple times. We have hints that there's more times than just what's explicitly listed. Right, Zimanim Harbe. Many other times, Tiknu Lahem were established for the reading of the Megillah. Says the Gemara. One second. Zimanim, which is plural, means just many times. The word Zimanim is needed to teach me about the multiple times of fourteen and fifteen, because fourteen and fifteen itself is two days, and maybe Zimanim is just referring to the fourteen and fifteen. How do you know it's adding anything? Says the Gemara, no, 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 no. Kazim Kane, if it's only talking about the 14th and 15th, Lehimakra Zman, it would have said in, in its time, my Zmanehem, what does it mean, Zmanehem, Zmanem Tuva? It means there's many other times that the Megillah could be read. Okay. Says the Gemara, eh, I don't like that. I don't like that answer. You know why? Because, I could still ask on you. This man of an unwalled city is not like this man of a walled city. So I can still ask, listen, bud, you want to say that, uh, otherwise it would have said time. I'm going to say, no, not necessarily. It still could say times. It still could say zmanehem and refer specifically to the 14th and 15th. So Gemara says, no. Im Cain, again. It's a beautiful conversation. Says Gemara, if so, if Taka would only be talking about the 14th and 15th, Le Makra Zmanam. It would have said their times. My Zmanehem. What does it mean, their times? The Yud and the Hey make it their. Their times instead of its times. From here you learn out everything. You, hear you, you learn out the 14th and 15th, and you learn there's going to be more days established as well for Krias Megillah. Okay, so now, what's the, what, what, what are we left with? What are we hanging with, Kavir? What, what do we know and what don't we know? I'll tell you what we do know. We know 1450, and we know more. Zmanahem teaches me more. What don't we know? Why Davka 11, 12, 13? Right? Maybe it's the whole month of Adar. Maybe it's Shleishim Yayim, Right? We still don't know that. Clear? Yeah? No, we're still, we're still left hanging. We don't have Klar. 
What's with, how do you know that's manehem is specific to these three additional days? Okay, so let's get going. It says Gemara, Amos manem tuva. When it says manehem, Amos says manem tuva. It means many times, question mark. Yeah, however much you want. Answers the Gemara, Zmanehem dumya dizmanom. Zmanehem is similar to the word Zmanom. Ma Zmanom, Trey, listen to this. Just like Zmanom, their times of regular Purim and Shushan Purim is two days. Af Zmanehem, Trey, so too the word Zmanehem is referring to two additional days. What's the question? We need three additional days, right? We need 11, 12, and 13. Ask the Gemara of So why don't we say that you can read on 12, 13, 14, 15? You have no source for me for the 11th day. Answers the Gemara, like, like Rav Bar Yitzchak says, Yud Gimel, the 13th day of Adar, doesn't need a source that you can read the Megillah. You know why? Zman That is when everybody, Gans Kal Yisrael, gathered together to fight. And therefore we know that if that's when the miracle happened of the, of the war, you don't need some source to tell me I could read the Megillah about the miracle on the day the miracle happened. Yud Gimel answers the Gemara is a svar. Hachanami. So too over here. Yud Gimel's man kilakoli. We'll say like this. The 13th day of Adar had no agree the Megillah because that's the day of the war. Pashit. You don't need to include it. So if we're left with two days to include, I already know, let's talk outside. I already know now the 13th, 14th, and 15th. And I'm including two more days. What are those two more days? 11 and 12. But what can we still ask? I know it's 11 and 12. Maybe it's 16, 17. Notice as we go through this Gemara how a Yid needs to live. Nothing is emes until everything else is sheker. Don't just tell me something when there's other... We, emes is emes because it's emes. Because there's no other options. And until we get down to the nitty gritty of what taka is, is sheker, then... I'm left with Amos. All right? Says the Gemara, the Amos Shitsar Vishitsar. Maybe the two extra days of Kriyas Megillah is the 16th day and 17th day. Says the Gemara, not shy, not possible. You know why? Because it says in the Pasuk, Vilayavar, 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 Lias Oyster, Mishneh, Yom, you're not allowed to pass over these two days. It cannot be any later period. And therefore, any day, here's, here's the parameters around the inclusive, included dates. Any date that's going to be after the 14th and 15th, we know we're done. That's not a possibility. So we're going to be including two days before the 14th and 15th. What are those two days? It's not the 13th, because that's a svart. What are they? 11 and 12. That's the bottom line. That is the, that's the makar, that's the source for, for all these dates. Vaifa. Says the Gemara, Rav Shua Benachmeni, Amar Rav Shua Benachmeni gives another reason why we're allowed to read on these additional days. Amar Krosh Tetin Pasuk, Kayamim Asher Nachubem Ayyuhudim, like the days where Klal Yisrael partied and re- actually Nachum means rested, right? Well, we no longer fought. Yamim Kayamim, days like the days. What does it mean? Days like like the days. Le Rabbis Yud Aleph Yud Beis. That's including eleventh and twelfth. The Ema Tresar Utresar may means the 12th and the 13th. Okay, why? Because there's other days that are like the 14th and 15th. What are those days, 11 and 12? Says the Gemara, I, the Ema Tresar Utresar, maybe it's 12 and 13. 13 is a Svara. I don't need a Pusik to include it because that's when they gather together for battle. I, the Ema Shitsar Vishivsar, maybe it's the 16th and 17th. It says, period. Okay, so bottom line is we now have two sources for why we know we're allowed to read the Megillah on 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And let's chazer, ready? 14 and 15 is in the Pasuk. 13th, Svarah. 11th and 12th. According to the first shot, it's because it, it's because it says Zmanehem. And Zmanehem is similar to Zmanam. 
Okay. And according to the second shot of Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, it's Yomim Kayomim. There's two more days that are like the other days. Seder and 14th and 5th. Okay. Okay. So that's, and that's referring to 11th and 12th. So now, in classic Gemara style, the Gemara is going to wonder, the Mandiyamaru says, Manehem, what was his problem with the drusha from Kayamim? And Shubar Achmeni says, Kayamim, why does he have problems with Manehem? So here we go. Rabbi Shubar Achmeni, my time of the Yamar, meme is Manehem. What was his problem with the source of Manehem? He says, Meh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Zman, Zmanam, Zmanehem, Loi, Mashma, Lei. Right? He says, no, na, nach, nachman, nachman. It's all one word to me. He says, I don't, I don't hold that, that's, uh, that's um, uh, enough of a svara, enough of a logic to add in multiple times. He doesn't accept that as a, as a, a strong enough reason. According to Shem Barabba, who learns out from the first svara of Zmanihem, why does he learn out from Kayamim, like the days? Omar Loch, Shabarabba says, Ahu He says like this. It's coming teach us for later generations as well that the days of Adar are to be kept on the 14th and 15th. Uh, the, the days of Purim are to be kept on the 14th and 15th day of Adar. I would have thought it's just that year. Kamash Malan, it refers to every year. Beautiful. This is the uh, this is the the shita of Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva Stumta. Okay, what does it mean Rabbi Akiva Stumta? That um, there are a lot of Mishnayis that are written stam. Okay, what we call with just the Tanakama, and um, we attribute those Mishnayis to Rabbi Akiva. The Darish Zman Zmanom Zmanihem. Rabbi Akiva is the one who says you can darshan. That you can only read the Megillah two days of the month in on the fourteenth and the fifteenth. Okay, uh, that is Rabbi Barachana saying in the name of Rabbi Yechonah. What is he saying? That the Chachamim hold you can only read the Megillah on the fourteenth and fifteenth. Meisvei, that's a challenging question. says, "A Masai, when does this halacha apply? You can read another days." That is when Bezdin is establishing the years. And Klal Yisrael is settled nicely, safely in Eretz Yisrael. Now, nowadays for us, in Golis, Nowadays, Averevinsky, yeah, ain't, Kansas, the farm in Kansas, coming into St. Louis, the big city. We're a big city, you know what I mean? Ain't carnasel of You can only read in its proper time. We don't want people to start making mistakes about when Purim is. Rabbi Yehuda, Ali with the man. Who does Rabbi Yehuda follow? Ilim Ali with Rabbi Kiva. If he's following Rabbi Kiva Stimta'a, who says 11, 12, and 13, according to him, it should even apply because. Rabbi Akiva lived as well after the times of the Chorban. Okay, this is, in order to understand this, you got to get a little bit into history. Rabbi Akiva, um, uh, most of his life, we'll say specifically his adult life, when he, once, he became Rabbi, once he became Rabbi Akiva, so that was immediately following the Chorban, so we're going to assume that his psaac of allowing 11th, 12th, and 13th applied even... Uh, even once Kal Yisrael is outside Eretz Yisrael, we're no, we're no longer Shriyim al Ad Masa. However, Rabbi Yudah Libud Ilimar Rabbi Kiva. Okay, Ella Laba Libud Rabban. It must be Rabbi Yudah's following the opinion of the uh, earlier Rabban. On Rashi says Yisrael Shriyim al Ad Masa Mia Karinan, and he's still saying that when Kal Yisrael is living in Eretz Yisrael, you you um, you. Um, Yisrael, I lost the place. I'm sorry. And he's still saying that when the Bezdin is still establishing the calendar, it's okay to keep the, those additional days. Now, here's the problem. According to Rabbi Yechanan, that we just quoted, he says that the Megillah can only be read on the 14th and 15th. Always. So it comes out, we have a Tiyofta on Rabbi Yechanan. And we're walking away. We're saying, Rabbi Yechina, your opinion 
saying that um, there's no way to read the uh, to, there's no way to read the Megillah on the 11th and 12th and 13th um, is um, uh, must be wrong because you're not following Rebbe. My mind's going blank for a second. You're not following the opinion of Rebbe Akiva, okay, which was right after the Chorban, and you're also not following the opinion of the Chachamim, who even they were prior to the Chorban. They don't follow um, Rebbe Yochanan's logic. Ikad Amri, another way to understand the Gemara. Amar Rabba Barachana, Amar Yochanan, Rabba Barachana says, "Rabbi Yochanan, Zudi Rabbi Akiva Stimta." This is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva Stimta that you could read on them 11th, 12th, and 13th. Since people looking at the calendar to see when Pesach is, from the time they read the Megillah, we only allow you to read on the 14th or 15th. When do we say you can read on all these additional days? But nowadays in Golos, since people look at the, the Kriyas Megillah to determine when Pesach is, we only read it in its proper time. Period. Rav Ashi asked the contradiction in opinions of Rabbi Yehuda. We now turn to other days. And therefore, he says that our b'risa is not Rabbi Yehuda, it is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda. Now, if you understand this question, you must, this statement, you must know all the shots. Why? Because you, you already went ahead. The Gemara is about to explain what this statement just meant. Again, what was the statement? Rav Ashi had a contradiction in Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, where's the contradiction? We don't know yet. And therefore, he changes around the brisa to say that it's not Rabbi Yehuda, it is Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda. Now, what is going on over here? Yeah, tough thing. Did Rabbi Yehuda really say that nowadays, since people look at Kriyas Begil to decide when Pesach is, you can only read on the 14th and 15th? Vramini, I'll ask you a contradiction. Um, Rav Yudah Yudah says, hey, Mosai, when do we read on the additional days? That is Davka in a place where they come in on Mondays and Thursdays. But in places where they don't come in on Mondays and Thursdays, then you can't. So he's making a discrepancy. He's saying like this. Even a villager can only come in if that is the setup of that village. If it's not the setup of that village, there's no such thing as coming in on Monday and Thursday. Now, it seems that if that city does come into the if that village does come into the big city on Monday and Thursday, they are allowed to read the Megillah on 11, 12, and 13th. Which seems to imply even nowadays. Who is this? Rabbi Yehuda. That's a problem. Because this Rabbi Yehuda says, even Bismanazah, you could read this. So that's, that was his problem. That's what was bothering Rav Ashi. Okay, this is where he came with a contradiction. And therefore, now we understand the mukum of the Brisa Kirbaz Rabbi Yehuda. Now we understand why Ravashi changed the Brisa, the, the, the author of the Brisa, and he taught us that no, don't worry, it wasn't Rabbi Yehuda, there's no real contradiction. Really, it was Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda. Okay? Klor in Ravashi. This was a new thing, new statement. Ravashi found a contradiction about Bismarck Hazet. What do we do nowadays? And to get out of this, he reasoned the Brisa is not the Rebbe Huda, it's Rebbe Yaisi, and it's just a, it's a machlaikas between the Rebbe Huda and Rebbe Huda. Okay. Says the Gemara, what are we all thinking? What are we thinking? Ravashi has a problem. So what does he do? Changes the name? Yeah? A Gabai walks over to a Yid in Shul. He says, I want to give you an Aliyah. What's your name? Guy says, Esther Ben Maisha. He says, Your name's Esther? He says, Yeah, I put everything in my wife's name. Right? Why do you change your name? You got a problem. You don't just change your name. All of a sudden, it gets rid of the problem. Right? All of a sudden, all your money's in your wife's name, so you didn't show you called up. Ask the Gemara Ravashi, come on. You got a problem with Rabbi Huda. You know what? Change the name. Can't do that. 
MS is MS. Let's go. Is it a contradiction of Yehuda or not? Frek the Gemara. Because you have a problem with Yehuda's sheet, all of a sudden you start changing around names? Who ever heard of such a thing? Says the Gemara, Ravashi Shmiya Le Dikatonet Lake Rev Yehuda, Vikatonet Lake Rev Yehuda. He says, no, it wasn't just like, oh, I got a problem, I'll change the name. Ravashi Taka heard the Brisa quoted in the name of Rev Yehuda as well. Obi Dikashale, Rev Yehuda, Rev Yehuda, and once he found the contradiction, he, he heard the Brisa. Some people quoted the Brisa to be Bashem Rev Yehuda, some people quoted Rev Yehuda. He wasn't sure who authored it. And then he chapped, hello. What's going on here? If it's Rabbi Yehuda, I got a major contradiction. So Omar, he said, The one who quotes his price to be the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda is obviously wrong. And the one who teaches in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda, he must be right. So it wasn't just that Rav Ashi is coming along and changing names to make himself happy. Rather, there were the, the Bryce attacker was quoted by, by sometimes by Rabbi Yehuda, sometimes by Rabbi Yehuda, by Yehuda, and he realized that it must be Rabbi Yehuda, otherwise we got a problem. Valid. Period. Two dots. All right. Now, notice as we go through Shas, just to speak something out here. This is why, this story right here is why it's so important that the Gemara quotes exactly who's talking. You'll find very often. He's quoting him, who quotes him. Sometimes you'll have four lines of Gemara. It's going back like eight Rebbe to Talmud steps. He heard it from him, he heard from him, he heard from him. And they were standing between a tree in the city of Usha. And he, uh, it's like, Shkayich. Like, really? He had to spend 50 lines of Gemara telling me who told it to who, and this and that, and where they were, and what's going on? The answer is yes. Yeah. Because if you ever find a problem elsewhere in Shas, you know whether you have an you, you, you know whether you have an issue or not. Was he quoting somebody else? Is he quoting himself? Did he really hold to this opinion? Where did it take place? We we really need to cross-examine the information because no Gemara is in a vacuum. It's all part of such a big and beautiful, wonderful world of Tyra. And this Gemara really explains to us why it's Mamishakash of a thing, it's so important. That we know who says uh, who says which opinion. All right, two dots. The Mishnah taught us, cities that are circled by a wall. On the fifteenth day of Adar, says the Gemara Where's the pasuk in the Megillah? And for the Gemara, Amar Rava, Rava says the Amar crushed it in pasuk Alkain. Therefore. Hayehudim haprazim, the Yehudim of the unwalled cities. Hayoshim bari haprazes v'gaimer mideprazim bar baasar mukaf mukhaima bechamisha asar. Only the unwalled cities do the fourteenth, and the walled cities are going to read on the fifteenth day of Adar. Okay, says the Gemara. What do you mean? Ve'ima prazim bar baasar mukaf is klal klalai. Maybe means the fourteenth that the unwalled reads the fourteenth, and a walled city doesn't need to read at all. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? They're not going to have to read at all. V'lav Yisrael menu. They're not Jewish. Well, I don't understand your question. V'ayid and fetermor may haydu vad kush ksiv. It says the Megillah is read may haydu vad kush. So, if the if the miracle happened across the world, the Megillah needs to be read across the world. And how? And why would I think with my mind that any walled city is exempt from Kriyas Megillah? They weren't controlled by Achashverosh. They certainly were. Says the Gemara, the Eimah Prozim Bar Beisar. Okay, so we know that the walled cities need to read, but maybe the unwalled cities read on the fourteenth. Mukavas Bar Beisar Bechamisar. Maybe a walled city needs to read on the fourteenth and the fifteenth. Maybe you got to do it two days. Kiddush Siv, and I'll prove it to you. It says the Yis Aisim Es Yaimar Ba'Asar LeChaydish Adar VeEs Yaim Chamisha Asar Boy Bechol Ashoni. You got to do the fourteenth and the fifteenth. How do I know you only read on the 15th? You hit the kasha. Yeah, you hit the challenge. We, we know it's, they're going to read it now, and we know it's going to be on a different day, but maybe the attack has got to do both. Because you're reading ba'ar ba'asar, u'bechamisha asar. The vav means and. Maybe the attack need to do both. It says the Gemara, i'ave kosa ve'siyaymar ba'asar ve'chamisha asar. If it would have written 14th and the 15th, kidduka amrit, then you're right, they would do ar ba'asar ve'chamisha asar. 
But no, it doesn't say Arbasar Bechamish Asr. What does it say? Hashta Dechsev. Now that it says, Eis Yoim Arba Asr, Ve S Yoim Chamisha Asr. That S, that Aleph Sof, Mamish makes it like separated. Asa Eis, the word S comes along, Upasik, and separates the two days, which lets us know, Hani Ba'arba Asr, this, the unwalled cities read on the 14th. The Hani Bechamishasar and the walled cities are going to read on the 15th. Says the Gemara, okay, but I still have a question. The Ema Prozim Ba'ar maybe an unwalled city reads on 14, and Mukafin and a walled city could choose. Iboy Ba'ar Iboy Bechamishasar, question mark. He could choose. Do the 14th or the 15th. I know you don't need to do both. Why? Because it says S. But maybe it says S Yamar Basar Ves, let me pick and choose. Yeah, you got a choice. Options. Omar Kra answers the Gemara, the Pasuk says, Bizmanehem, in their times. What does it mean? In their times, there needs to be two days of Kriyas Megillah. Ah, there needs to be people who read on the 15th. And if it's a choice, guess what might happen? What if everybody in the Wall City chooses the 14th? You're not going to have Zmanehem. Zmane Shoza, beautiful. Letting us know it's got to be two times. Otherwise, you might end up with Gans Kali, so everybody just picking the 14th. I have Ema Betlesar. Maybe uh, Walled City reads on the 13th day. Says the Gemara, no, Kishushan, period. It's like Shushan. What, what's that answer? What's that answer? In the Megillah, it tells us that the people of Shushan feasted on the 15th. And Shushan was a walled city. So since the Megillah doesn't give me a specific date when the walled city needs to read Megillah. But I know Shushan certainly needs to do the 15th because it says explicitly in Megillah. That's when they partied and rested. So Shushan is certainly going to have on the 15th. Therefore, Kishushan, we're going to say Shushan is walled. They did on the 15th. It's more logical to say that every walled city is going to do the 15th instead of the 13th. It's going to be like Shushan. The Maisa is fascinating. What we're coming out with is that Shushan Purim on the 15th is Shmai Kahu. Is, uh, the name Taka is. Like the reason why Yerushalayim reads on the 15th is because Shushan Purim. Since it was Purim in Shushan on the 15th, that's why it's Purim in Yerushalayim on the 15th. It is. Imam is like it. But when we call the fifth day Shushan Purim, it encapsulates the reason for all the halachas. Okay. Says the Gemara. Beautiful. Now we're going to shift a little bit from Kriyas Megillah to some of the other mitzvahs of Purim. Ashkechon Asiya. Um, or the opposite, actually. We find that the 14th and 15th of Adar were the day of, 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 uh, fa- of feasting, right? It was a day of partying outside Shushan was on the 14th and inside Shushan was the 15th. So we know those halachas take place on 14th and 15th. Zechira Menalan, but where do you see that Megillah also goes hand in hand with the other halachas? Amar Kra answers the Gemara. Amar Kra says, "Nafasuk b'hayamim ha'ela nizkarim." On these days, nizkarim, you remember the miracle, which is Megillah, then Nasim period, and you do it as well. Now the Gemara makes a statement: Iskish zechira la'asiya period. You see a clear connection between zechira and asiya. So the same way the partying takes place on fourteen and fifteen, so too the zechira, the reading of the Megillah, takes place on those days. This Mishnah and all these halachas that we learned are, do not fall in line with the following Tana de Tanya because we learned in a Brisa. Rabbi Shua ben Karchaimer. Rabbi Shua ben Karchaimer says, Any walled city from the time of Achashverosh, not Yeshua, any city from the time of Achashverosh reads on the 15th. My time is Rabbi Shua ben Karchaimer. What's the reason for Rabbi Shua ben that a walled city is cons- that has has the fifteenth from the time of Achash- has the fifteenth if it's walled from Achashverosh and not from much earlier from the times of Yeshua. Answers the Gemara: Ki Shushan, Ma Shushan Mukepes Chayma Miyamayis Achashverosh. Just like Shushan itself 
Achashverosh built a wall around Shushan to make it his capital city. And we know for sure in Shushan, the Karim Chamisha Asar, he reads on the 15th, so to any walled city that from the time of Achashverosh to read on the 15th has nothing to do with Yeshua, has to do with Achashverosh, period. Okay, what should be bothering us now? Something that really should have, we should have asked in the Mishnah. We said in the Mishnah that any city that's walled from the times of Yeshua bin Nun, what we could have asked when we read the Mishnah is, where does Rabbi Shua bin Nun? Where's Shua bin Nun come Like, what? That's like the first time Klai Yisrael is coming into Eretz Yisrael. What in the world does the Purim story reading Megillah have to do with a walled city from the time of Yeshua? Lemaisa, Rabbi Shua Makarcha makes a lot more sense to say if it's like Shusha. Where's this whole Yeshua thing? The Gemara explains. The Tanit done my time. What's the reason for our Tan who says it has to be walled already previously from time to Shubanun? Now, obviously, excluding Shushan. Our Tan agreed that Shushan itself, as we're going to see, reads on the 15th. But what's his reason why every other city needs to be walled from, from the time of Shubanun? Answer the Gemara Yalif Praze Praze. He learns it out from city, city, unwalled city. It says, by Therefore, the Jews in the unwalled cities. And it says by Yeshua, Levad Besides for the unwalled, uh, the incredible amount of unwalled cities, just like unwalled in that pasuk, in Navi, means unwalled from times of Yeshua Benun, Afkan So to an unwalled city in Esther, also must be referring to from the times of Yeshua Benun. Says the one second. I understand Rabbi Shuman Karcha, who says you need it from the times of Shushan and Achashverosh. I get why he argues with Artana. The less they prazi prazi. He'll say, listen, there's no good old Zereshava prazi prazi. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a Messiah for that Zereshava. Elatana di Don, but Artana, my time to Rabbi Shuman Karcha. Lemais Rabbi Shuman Karcha has such a beautiful svara. Yeah. Kishushan. Instead of using his basic pasuk, you're going to start making Zereshavas from a pasuk from Yeshua Benun, says the Gemara, well, one second. There's no such thing, the Gemara's now going to ask a question on a question, like a good Jew. You have a problem with our Tana for having a Zereshava? A Zereshava is a Messiah. It's tradition. It's from Rebbe the Talmud. What do you want him to do? Throw it out the window? My Taima. You want to know why our Tana argues? He's got a Shava. Answers the Gemara, No. This is what we want to ask on our time. We get why a city needs to be walled from Yeshua Benon. Because of your Xerah Shava. We get that. But according to you, why is Shushan reading on the 15th? Why Shushan? Like a prosim, like a mukafim. Right? Shushan, the other come out. Who does Shushan do? Where do they fall? Um, it's a good question. Amarava, Vamila Kedi. Rava says, some say Kedi says, shiny Shushan. Shushan is different. Hayel Since the verse says explicitly, the miracle took place on the 14th and they partied on the, they, and they rested on the 15th. That Pasuk tells us that in Shushan is different than the rest of the world. Shushan's got its own unique halacha. That's where the nace happened, and therefore Shushan is the 15th. Not because, listen to this, it's fascinating. Not because of Praze Praze. Rather, because of the Pasuk Yonaster. Period. Now let's talk this through for a second. Notice what's happening here. We actually now have three categories of when we read the Megillah with three different sources. And here are the categories. An unwalled city reads on the 14th. That we know. A walled city from the times of Yeshua Benun, according to Artana, reads on the 15th. Why? Praze, praze. 
And Shushan is its own category. Shushan does not have Purim on the 15th like any other walled city. No. If Shushan would be like any other walled city, we would not have it on the 15th because it wasn't walled from that time. Rather, there's a new third category called Shushan. Shushan has the 15th. Why? Because Shtetan Pasuk in, in Esther. And you don't need to come on to Prazi Prazi. Got it? All right. Says the Gemara. It makes sense according to Artana, who says that it needs to be walled from the times of Yehoshua. That's why the Pasuk says, Medina, Medina, the ear, the ear. It says in the Gilas Esther that the word was passed around in each Medina, in each um, state, governance, and each city. Why would it say Medina, Medina, and ear, the ear? Because according to him, you have to make a discrepancy between different types of walled cities, and perhaps that's the difference between a Medina and an Ir. Okay, that's, I'm sorry, that's the difference between a Medina and a Medina. There's a Medina that is walled, and a Medina that is, uh, that is there's a Medina that's walled from Yeshua, and Medina that's walled from Achashverosh. Medina, um Medina. There's different types of walled cities. Ir ve'ir. Why do we say ir ve'ir? Nami also, it makes sense. Why? City to city. Why do you say both? L'chalik ben Shushan l'shari yaris. Shushan's a city. And other was Shushan's 15. Elder Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. We're going to Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. Again, what's the deal? Any walled city from the time of Achashverosh is the same. Bishnah, Medina, Medina. You could say that the difference between this province and that province, this governance and that governance is the chalik you can have a walled city from the time of and a walled city that was put up in, in uh, 1930 and it's letting us know that there's some walled cities, even if you put up a wall around the city it's still not a walled city because it's not from Akashvir right. I get the Medina Medina what is Ir Ve'ir coming to be Mechalik, what's it coming to separate, every city is the same is going to say to you, oh, answer, he's going to answer like a good Jew by asking a question. You have a question on me? I'll ask a question back on your time. Since he has a of Prazi Prazi, from times of Shubanon, Medina Medina Lamali. Why do you need the Pazik of Medina um Medina in Megillas Esther to separate between the types of walled cities? You already know from your Xer Shavah of Prazi Prazi a discrepancy between different types of walled cities. Megillah says doesn't have the same Medina or Medina. So what are you going to say to me, says Rabbi Shubham Karcha? Ella, Krala Joshu Dasa. You're going to say that it's coming to give us a different Limud. Uchad Rabbi Shubham Levi Hudasa. The Yom Rabbi Shubham Levi is coming to teach us the, the teaching of Rabbi Shubham Levi who says, Krach Vechola Somuchla. A walled city reads on the 15th, not only the city itself, anything that's next to the walled city. And anything that could be seen with the walled city, okay, either means you could see it when you're in the walled city, okay, or when you're in it, you could see the walled city. That's considered part of the walled city. So he says, that same answer I'll give here. Get it? Rabbi Shubin Levi. We had a question, according to you, what's ear to ear? So I'll let you know. There's different types. There's cities that are walled, and there's also cities that are not walled, but they're near the walled city, and they're seen like the walled city, and therefore they have the Allah of the walled city. They talk would read on the 15th. Okay? The places, we know this, right? The, the Jerusalem that we have, they read on the 15th. Aye, it's not walled, it's not the old city. But it's Shomach, so therefore it reads on the 15th. Adkan, how close is close to be considered that you read on the 15th? Omar of Yermia, Vitamer of Hilbaraba, of Yermia says, some say it was of Hilbaraba, Kimechasmon Litveria. It's the distance of Chasmon and Tveria, which is mil, which is one mil. Okay, what's one mil? So one mil is approximately three quarters of a mile. Okay, one mil is approximately three quarters of a mile. Says the Gemara, why do you got to say, oh, you know how, you know how close? Chasman to Tveria, which is a mill. Just, just tell me a mill. You don't tell me a chas, I don't know what Chasman is, I don't know what Tveria is. Just give me a distance, right? And ask the Gemara of Alema Mill. Just tell me a mill. So 
Says Gemara, no. Hakamashmon telling us an added idea. This year at the mill, Kama Have. You want to know how long a mill is? You're not sure. You don't have a measuring tape. I'll tell you what to do. Take the distance of Chasman to Tzveria, and now you know without a measuring tape how how uh, long, how far a mill is. Period. End of that Gemara. And now we're going to get into some fascinating Agatha to Gemaras that's going to take us on to tomorrow's daf. Let's wrap up today's daf. Here we go. And I've got a beautiful idea. I'm going to save it for tomorrow to start out here. But there's a fascinating, uh, we're going to share a beautiful thing on this. They were established by the Nevi'im. Period. That's the statement. What is Menatzpach? These are five letters of the Aleph Bez. Mem, Nun, Tzadi, Fei, Chav. Those are five letters in the Aleph Bez that have end of letters. There's a Mem Sophis, a Nun Sophis, a Tzadi Sophis, a Pei and a Fei, a Fei Sophis, and a, a Chav Sophis. Okay? Now, did you ever think about why these five letters in particular have end of letter. Very interesting. We'll talk about it tomorrow as we start here. But here we go. But th- these end of letters were established by the Nevi'im. Says more of a Tisbara, you're going to tell me these end of letters were established by the Nevi'im? But it says, says in the Torah, these are the mitzvahs. If a Navi comes along and adds anything new to the Torah, you know we say to him, you're not Bikiris. Get out of here. You're a faker. End of letters were written in the Torah. You're going to tell me that the prophets established it? Come on. They can't make it new later on. Even furthermore, Amr of Chista. Rav Chista says, Mem v'samach shabaluchais. The Mem and the Samach and the Luchas, which are complete circles, top of tomorrow's daf. B'nei sayoyim, they stood there with a miracle. So you see that a memsophis, now why, why did it need a miracle? Because a samach has no end. So what was it connected to? How did it sit in the luchas? There's no way other than miraculously because there's nothing connecting it to the luchas. A memsophis as well is a circle, right? So what's connecting it to the luchas? It must be, even from the times of Yeshua, from, from Maishu Rabbeinu giving us the luchas, there was a memsophis. Otherwise, why'd you got to tell me it was standing there miraculously? The Gemara says, and granted, the Menatzpach letters existed from the time the Torah was given. That's true. However, at that time, they weren't sure how to place various letters. They didn't know, like, there's a chaf and a chaf sofis. Does the chaf sofis go in the middle of a word? And the non chaf sofis go at the end? Which one's the sofis? And the chum came along. And they said... The, the open ones go in the middle of the word, the stumen, the And anything that's closed, the closed letters go at the, uh, go at the end. In other words, they, what, what this means is the, the, the Nevi'im established the shape of, where, of uh, where each letter should go. Ask the Gemara, last step for today. They're still, they're still changing something. They're still establishing something new. What happened was, it was forgotten, and they reestablished it, but granted, everything really was known um, originally. We're going to hold it here for today, and Bezim, we're going to pick up with a beautiful Hezbollah, a beautiful explanation on this piece of Gemara, and start tomorrow's daf, which has some fascinating Agatha Gemaras. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody. Mazdav on the new Aschala of Meseches Megillah Agitanacht.